Listen to the voice of Niagara on your smart speaker. Just ask for News Talk 610 CKTV. This segment of the show brought to you by Vitality C60 for Pets. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Seven men broke loose in 73. From Millhaven Maximus. Hello, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, cats and dogs, boys and girls. Welcome to the show. Glad you could be here with us tonight. A little hip music. Uh, my producer, Greg Campagne, and I are both huge hip fans. Isn't that right, Greg? Oh, yes. Now, yeah. how many times have you seen the hip in concert? Uh, I'd like to say 48.5. <laughs> I love it, man. 48 and a half. And, that, and I say the half because there was a Buffalo show in 2013 that got canceled five songs in because of a storm. There was a big storm oh that we had. God. It was in Buffalo uh, Outer Harbor. Crazy. And it was, it was a mess. Crazy. And five songs in, it got canceled. You know, I've only seen the hip once in concert. Butler's Barracks, Niagara on the Lake. Loved it. My buddy Matt Schwab said to me, you're going to love the hip. I said, I love the hip. He says, no, no, in concert, David. I said, I've seen hundreds of concerts. He says, you haven't seen a hip concert. He said, it's a different kind of energy. And I had to agree with him. Once I saw my my, uh, first and only hip concert, I was blown away. Definitely a different kind of energy. And Dave, you you, you know, uh, you you had me open with 38 Years Old, the song we're hearing here. Yes. And in 48 shows, I heard a lot of hip songs. Not once did I hear this song. Not once. You gotta be kidding. Not once. And one of my favorite songs, always waited for it, and I never heard it. And I missed one show. I missed one show. I skipped out on a Toronto show, and it was the ninth song they played. <laughs> I missed it. Well, I'm glad you're a hip fan as well, and I hope the audience is, uh, I would say, greatest Canadian band ever. I'm sure you'd agree, Greg. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of argument there, a lot of discussion that could happen, but in my, in my eyes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a good show, as we always do. If you are a dog owner, keep your ear near the speaker because we'll broadcast till 8 p.m. if you're a first timer that's how it works we talk everything dogs and sometimes we go off topic these things will happen (laughs) Uh, Lorenzo Lucetta is here with us Uh, welcome to the show Lorenzo hi Dave thank you thanks for having me here glad you could be here Lorenzo Lucetta is the owner of Lorenzo's diner in the Garden City of St. Catharines on Glendale Avenue, which, by the way, Lorenzo's Diner is my favorite breakfast joint. I love the eggs, Benny. I took my granddaughter there, my daughter, uh, more than one occasion, and my wife, and they have fantastic omelets, the eggs, Benny. Everything you do is perfect. If you haven't been to Lorenzo's Diner, people, what the heck are you waiting for? you got to get down there and try it. The food is wonderful, and the staff is so, so friendly, and I love what you've done with the place as far as the decor, and it's just great. Thank you very much, Dave. Uh, you know, I love every time you walk in the door because we get to sit down, we get to have a quick chat, and uh, you get to enjoy a little breakfast with your family. It's a wonderful day. Way to get going. 
Yeah, right on. I know you're going to be here with us for the whole show, and uh, and I'm glad you're here at my side. We're going to have fun time for sure. Indeed. Uh, Mr. Ray Booten is here. He is a resident of Welland, I believe. Lorenzo, you're from Welland as well. True story. Yeah, and Ray Booten is uh, the owner of Invisible Fence of Niagara, and we're going to be talking all about uh, the number one property boundary control system for dogs uh, throughout North America. It's called Invisible Fence of Niagara. Uh, welcome back to the program, Ray, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Dave. Good to be here. Glad you're here. we got lots to talk about on today's program. Anne-Marie Atkins, Senior Manager of Media Relations of Metrolinx in Toronto, is going to be joining us in a moment. And uh, Anne-Marie is uh, going to talk a little bit about the etiquette that we should keep in mind when we travel on a go transit with our four-legged furry friends. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Anne-Marie. Well, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Now, listen, I just want to make sure I got your title correct. You're the Senior Manager of Media Relations at Metrolinx in Toronto? Yes, that's correct. Yay, I got it right. Good. <laughs> right on. And so uh, someone brought to my attention that Go Transit allows dogs. And I said, well, yeah, these service dogs. And my buddy says, no, no, they, they allow dogs, even non-service dogs. Is this the truth? It is the truth. So we um, we always had uh, we were always allowed dogs, but you always had to put them in a in a carrier of some sort, and that doesn't really work so much for um, you know for our bigger our bigger pets. Right. And but to the history behind it is that uh, Go was started as a commuter service, so you used it to get into the city for work, and then you used it to get home. So it was very much a working crowd, and uh, it was. Uh, uh, and not designed really for for the thinking wasn't was for pets. So, but when we've evolved over the years, especially on the Lakeshore line, that uh, people use the uh, go well beyond for for work related purposes, everything. So, we were uh, encouraged by people with uh, pets, uh, specifically dogs, to uh, look at another model. So we did. We piloted it for about six months. And there were some that really doubted it would work because some of our trains are pretty crowded. But we have put together an etiquette. It was very successful pilot. And about a year ago, we made it into a permanent program within uh, uh, Go Transit. Now, common sense and respect seems to be uh, out the window sometimes with dog owners. I'm a professional dog trainer. I'm a dog owner. I've been running the Dave McMahon Dog Academy for 34 years, not that I'm counting. I have great clients. I train people to train their dogs. And what I'm noticing is a lot of people think it's their rite of passage to simply let their dog jump all over top of you. And if I could create a bit of a segue into the etiquette, I'm assuming one of the things that would be really important when you're on this public transportation system is that you would keep your dog close to you and not permit your dog to jump on anyone or even paw at that person for that matter. Just because you love your dog does not necessarily mean everyone else is into dogs. What would your thoughts be on that, Anne-Marie? Well, it, well, it is true. Some of us, uh, um, you know, you think of, you just don't think in, in terms of what other people want, care about, or their needs. So we put some rules into place so people will think about things like that. The, the first rule and the most important is um, that service animals are allowed, uh, of course, 
uh, on any, any time of the day or night, uh, on anywhere. So service animals, they train in our system. They, they're welcome all the time. But if you want to bring your pet on, we ask you not to bring it during rush hour, Monday to Friday. That's that early morning peak when trains are very crowded. And we do that for your own safety, for the, your pet's safety, uh, you know, getting paws uh, stepped on with a, in crowded trains. Yeah. So in the morning and the, in the evening. That's the first rule. We ask you Makes sense. Yeah. Don't, don't bring your dog up. No more than two dogs at the same time. They need to be leashed. You always have to have your uh, dog uh, or dogs under control. Uh-huh. We ask you not to go up in the quiet zone because if your your pet ha- happens to bark while the quiet zone, people were in, are enjoying the quiet zone, um, you know, they, they might not appreciate the stink eye they're going to get from people. So, uh, or they might not notice the stink eye. I remember giving my do- dog a stink eye. He didn't seem to appreciate it. So, <laughs> right. The, uh, so that's another rule. And, of course, always picking up after your pets. So sometimes our trips are long, and our Niagara folks would know that. They're long trips. So if your dog has an accident, um, we ask you to, you know, just like you were in a, a park, to uh, uh, stoop and scoop. It you have to. you got to stoop and scoop. Yes. But we do ask you not to put it in the garbage in the train because yeah. that kind of defeats the whole purpose. We're going to drive this train around with, our, you know, uh, millions of customers with poop uh, in, the, in the container there. So we ask you to keep it with you. and Put it and, in your uh, pocket. Just, keep it with yeah. you. Put it in your purse. Yeah, dispose of it when you get off the train. So yes. We, yes. Don't, we don't have their So those are kind of some basic rules. People have followed them. Uh, you know, we were people were worried within our organization there would be bites, there'd be a liability issue, and and frankly, I think we've had I see more human bites and human poop reported more often than we do with our pets. So, <laughs> um, That's, this is great content for radio. I'm so glad that you brought this up. <laughs> so because this is the truth, the place. and it, and it, and they seem to work. So they're good kind of rules for I think if we take them anywhere with uh, when we take our pets. And in all honesty, I'm sure you would agree, uh, you know, along this line, there, uh, there are a lot of obedient, uh, obedient trained dogs and, and very well-mannered dogs that uh, do behave uh, better than some of the human beings that we've, uh, we've seen. Well, uh, yes, in some cases, yes, I, I will say that. But uh, though we have some of the most well-behaving customers, whether they be canine or humans, but... Uh, uh, the misbehaving ones tend to be uh, two legs, not uh, four. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, it is a privilege to be able to have the dogs in the public transportation like this. Yeah, and families absolutely love it. You know, they are members of their families, and when they go to events, they do summer things. You know, and that they want to take their pets with them. That's that's why they we were encouraged to uh, to do that. People bring their pets to work. They uh, they are really a member of their family and. We want our system to be uh, friendly to commuters, fr- uh, friendly to families, and friendly to our, every member of our family, whether they're canine or human. Perfect. Now, is the etiquette uh, published online somewhere on your website, your Facebook page? Uh, you know, I mean, rather than reiterating what we've said, could people yes. read that uh, dog etiquette when traveling with your dog on the, uh, on the uh, Go Transit? Yes, if you uh, Google uh, Go Transit uh, Pet Policy, you'll come up with yeah. it, the the uh, the rules are I think just below 
the dog-friendly breweries, which I discovered today, which uh, is uh, is brilliant. So places you can Beautiful. actually, breweries that welcome your pets, so that we can take you to on the go train. So, yeah, one of the one of the best breweries that I like in Toronto is the Black Lab Brewery. Of oh. course, the owners of that have been on the program, and that is a dog-friendly microbrewery, and we have to maintain etiquette there as well with our dogs. Yes. Thanks for joining us, and you have yourself a doggone spectacular night. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Have a good one. That was great. Anne-Marie Atkins, Senior Manager of Media Relations, Metro Links in Toronto, uh, talking about the etiquette we should keep in mind if we're going to travel on the Go Transit with our four-legged furry friends. Uh, remember, keep your dog close to you. Have a poop bag in your pocket. Don't let your dog jump on uh, other uh, um, people, other patrons. And uh, you could also go online and check out their, uh, their uh, dog and pet policy for traveling with your dog on Go Transit. We're going to be taking a short break. We'll come back and we'll get into some conversation with uh, Lorenzo Lucetta, the owner of Lorenzo's Diner on Glendale Avenue in the Garden City of St. Catharines, and our good friend Ray Booten is here. He is the owner of Invisible Fence of Niagara. We're going to talk about how um, the Invisible Fence can save your dog's life, and we'll be back right after this. CBC a Nation whispers we always knew that he'd go free this segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm here with Lorenzo Lucetta, the owner of Lorenzo's Diner, right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines, located Glendale Avenue. As I indicated before, it is my favorite breakfast joint in this city. The food is always good. The staff is always friendly. And it doesn't cost me an arm and a leg to eat there. That's also what I really like about it. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. It's very true. We keep our prices reasonable. We keep the plate looking nice and full. And yeah. you go away not hungry. You go away feeling good, just like Grandma made you some food. Exactly. It's warm, fuzzy feeling inside after right. you eat there. Um, so Lorenzo is going to be giving away breakfast for two at the diner. That's right. You'll have a chance to win breakfast for two at Lorenzo's Diner. We're going to launch contest number one right this very second. We always play dog trivia. We also do uh, other contests like true and false. So here's a true and false for you. Listen carefully, put on your thinking caps, pay attention, tell whoever's next to you to zip it. Quiet. Contest in session. Here we go. Similar to human fingerprints, no two dogs have the same nose prints. Is this true or false? I repeat to you now. Similar to human fingerprints, there are no two dogs that have the same Nose Prince, is this true or false? If you want to win breakfast for two at Lorenzo's Diner, you need to answer the question correctly. Is it true or false? Call now, 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. I'll say it again. True or false? Which one is it? Similar to human fingerprints. No two dogs have the same nose prints. Is that false or is it true? 905-688-2582. The phones are blowing up 
right here on the Dog Talk Radio Show with me, Dave the Dog Man. And again, it's your chance to win breakfast for two at Lorenzo's Diner in the Garden City of St. Catharines. And Mr. Ray Booten is here with me from Welland. He is the owner of Invisible Fence of Niagara. And Ray, you also have cats on the system. Yes, we do. So I do want to talk about that. Yep. For sure I do. I do want to talk about that. I want you to explain to our listeners today, uh, uh, give them a rough idea or more than a rough idea as to what Invisible Fence is. Uh, and you need to go into that just a bit. That's a request that I had from one of my students. Uh, and also, I explained to my student that he has indoor system as well. You have wireless systems, and then you have a wire that you can bury under the ground that you can't see. So, you know, you're very diversified in the product. But uh, we'll touch on that in a moment. Right now, we need to go to the telephone to see if we have a winner for breakfast for two at Lorenzo's Diner right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines, your chance to win breakfast for two. Compliments of Lorenzo's Diner, true or false? Similar to human fingerprints, no two dogs have the same nose prints. Let's go to Cheryl in Vineland. Good evening, Cheryl. It's Dave the Dogman. How are you tonight? Not too bad, thank you. Good, good. So which one is it? Uh, is it true or false? True. True. Put your hands together for Cheryl in Vineland. Congratulations, Cheryl. You just won breakfast for two at Lorenzo's Diner. Have you ever been to Lorenzo's Diner before? No, no. Well, it's about time you go. Now you're going to go eat, and it's going to taste better when it's free. Absolutely. What do you want to tell her? Much better. I I can't wait to meet Cheryl. Congratulations on the win. And uh, What should she try? She should uh, she should come down and uh, introduce herself because we don't have a, a, an actual gift certificate to hand her. No. But uh, okay. Cheryl, by all means, come down to the diner, introduce yourself to one of the servers, or ask for myself. I'm always there, and uh, we'll instruct you uh, through the menu, and uh, uh, you'll be having breakfast for two, as uh, as stated. Yeah, and you're going to really love it. We had uh, people win breakfast for two at Lorenzo's Diner a couple of weeks ago. And uh, they told me, I ran into them, they said, Dave, the place is great, so they're hooked on it. They're going to go back. So congratulations. That is correct. True. Similar to human fingerprints, no two dogs have the same nose print. 100% true. Thank you for calling, Cheryl. Stay on the line. Our producer, Greg Campagne, will take some information from you, and uh, he'll get your contact information, and we'll go from there. Have a good night. Congratulations. Thanks, Cheryl. Okay, so uh, a little bit about the nose printing. So my mom used to show Great Dane. She was involved in the confirmation showing of dogs. And uh, nose printing was the very first form of canine identification. There's not a lot of people that know that. Why is it not still used? Well, because they moved on to tattooing. They found that tattooing was better for whatever reasons. They would tattoo the uh, ear or the flank of the dog or the tummy. And then they found that a lot of dogs wouldn't stay still and cooperate for the tattoo because it would be an actual tattoo. Right, Lorenzo? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so then they decided to get into microchipping. Now, certain dog breeders still today are tattooing dogs, but a higher percentage of breeders and general 
pet owners are going with the microchipping method for identification. But there you go. You learned something new tonight. Nose printing was the first form of canine identification. And I saw the nose prints of the dogs on their regist- on their CKC, Canadian Kennel Club registration forms, yeah. on my mom's desk. It was wild. That's incredible. Crazy. Anyhow, we'll do a couple more contests uh, on today's program. Very generous of Lorenzo Lucetti to give breakfast for two. To our first contest winner, Mr. Ray Booten. There is a song that you like, and Mr. Ray Booten is also a, a retired hockey coach. Let's hear that song that Mr. Booten likes. Let's hear it. Let's hear it a little bit louder. Mr. Ray Booten from Welland. If this doesn't pump you up, owner, well. Invisible Fence of Niagara. Invisible Fence. Former invisible fence, invisible fence, hockey invisible coach. Fence. So tell me about this song. Tell me about this song. Well, we just needed something to get the kids all excited before they went on the ice because we wanted them to be full of energy when they got out there. And uh, as you get deep into this song, it just the kids would beautiful just start people. jumping the beautiful up people. and down and getting ready to go on the ice. Smashing sticks so. on the ground on the ice. <laughs> Let's so get them, coach. Oh. You'd rev the kids up with this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love it. So. Love it, for sure. You don't coach kids no more? Nope, not anymore. But you're doing some dog training. You're training dogs to stay on the property. Yep. I want to point out to the audience that Invisible Fence is the number one rated property boundary control system in North America. Invisible Fence is recommended by uh, more veterinarians than any other property boundary control system. Uh, I have also been... um, recommending Invisible Fence of Niagara to my dog obedience class students for the past three decades. And I get a lot of feedback on the product from uh, from my students who tell me that you went to their home or their place of business and you have uh, got the dog safe on the property now through this electronic property boundary control system. You also mentioned that you've got cats on the system. Yes, cats. So, uh, I mean, cats are very clever. Yeah, you know what? We do the outdoor for the cats, right? And mostly indoor. Um, I, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to sell you something just for the sake of selling. You know what? The conditions have to be perfect for cats because, like you said, they have to be. They're very intelligent, right? Uh, the dogs, you know what? They're usually pretty easy going, but cats are always trying to figure out a way to get get going, right? Good old so, pussy cats. Oh, yeah. So you don't own a cat. You know that, uh, Lorenzo. You don't really own a cat. A cat owns you. A cat owns you. So, you know it's true to some extent. Without yeah. question. Um, and, and I'm just curious on the invisible fencing. It must be more diverse, more more in-depth in keeping the boundaries for cats to get out than it would be for dogs. Well, you know what? We use the same systems, but but we when we when we go down and and, and we'll give a quote, we'll take a um, uh, a really good look. Like I had um, uh, a vet from Grimsby. He had five cats, right? Wow. Uh, in uh, Niagara, he lives in Niagara Lake. And once I took a look at it, right? Welcome to Cat Talk. Yeah. I'm Dave, the <laughs> Pussy Cat Man. The Cat Man. So you know, I, and I. <laughs> Showed him, I showed him about five different areas where the cats can escape. Yeah. Right? And, and I told him. Because you think like a that's cat. That's right. That's right. And, and, 
And when I told him, you know, like it, it wouldn't be a good idea for him, you know, to put it for a cat, he was kind of floored, right? He says, you know, like I'm, I want you to sell me a fence, and I went, I'm not going to sell you a fence unless I know it's going to be 100% guaranteed that it's going to work. Right. Yeah. So, so he he was quite he was quite impressed that you know what I, I wouldn't sell him a fence because the conditions weren't perfect. Okay. Sure. But you have put cats on the system. I do. I have, and it has like, panned yeah. out happily yeah. ever after. Yeah. We don't put very many outdoor systems in for cats out of uh, the, you know the 2,000 fences we have in the Niagara area we have about five yeah five that that have the cats so, and, and it works great right so you're more so, apt to put the cat on the indoor yes pet containment yes. system so where are some places that people want to keep the pussy cat away from in their home well as I was just telling you guys I just put uh, set up a girl in Niagara Falls she had a cat Right, and it was an expensive cat. She didn't want to lose this cat, right? And and this cat here figured out how to open the back door. Right? Clever, clever. So, so you can't, yeah. I mean, like if it was a female dog, I'd say clever yeah, bitch. Yeah. But what are female cats known as? They're not well, bitches. I don't. I mean, a female dog. We always say she's a clever bitch. That's what Do you say. Do we really even want to go? Do we? There, okay. So. Sorry. Go ahead. So, so, so what we so did this was pussy cat would open yeah, the back door. Yeah. So what we did was we we. Uh, Have you ever met a dumb pussy cat? Never. Sorry. No. <laughs> so so what we did was we put uh, uh, an indoor unit right by the door, right? And now uh, and we put uh, you know. Like a, a receiver on the on the cat's on, on around his neck. Yeah, and the right? receiver is the yep. special collar. And then and yeah. then what happens is is we set him up that if he gets within five feet of the door, right, he'll get a correction, right? Got a correction. Yeah, Stand yeah. Correction. So so she she you know she was saying it's it's perfect. Now she doesn't have to worry about this cat. So it right. worked. He got a couple of corrections. It's, yes. He learned his ABCs yep. and one, two, yep. threes. So, and, and a good thing about pets, dogs and cats, you know, like once they get to know an area that you don't want them, these units, you could move them around to different areas, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I had another one where... You can condition him to stay on boundary oh. control for felines. Definitely a great idea. It's fantastic idea. Contest number two. Then we're going to slide away for a little break. Then we'll come back. Listen up, everyone. Your chance to win a bag of Black Rifle coffee. By the way, it is my favorite drinking coffee. Well, certainly don't shower in coffee, but yeah, it is my favorite drinking coffee. Uh, check out it their website, burn. blackriflecoffee.com. you got to check it out, www.blackriflecoffee.com. Owned by War Vets. True or false, dogs have twice as many muscles in their ears as humans. I repeat, dogs have twice as many muscles in their ears as humans. True or false, call now, 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. Get the right answer. You win the Black Rifle Coffee. Nice bag of it. It's delicious. We'll be back with Mr. Ray Booten and Lorenzo Lucetta right after this. Dog 
Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. By the way, I got to say. That's right. Shameless of, promotion, hey, yeah, Lorenzo? A lot of people coming into the diner, and I'm telling them how I'm going to be appearing on Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. And, and they say, why are you hanging out with that a-hole? That no, man, all the compliments that I hear about Good. Dave McMahon's Dog wow. Academy. Uh, I took my dog there. I took my dog there. Yeah, we went there. He was our trainer, and so great things that we hear about Good. Dave McMahon's Dog I, Academy. I appreciate you telling me that. Indeed. And you talk to a lot of people at Lorenzo's Diner. We see a few people there, yes, indeed. Uh, when I was off air, uh, producer Greg Campagna was telling me I don't yeah. know much about cats. Well, I don't know, Dave. You could take it back to the Cat Academy. A female cat is a queen. Right, makes perfect sense. I queen. have no idea. A female cat is a queen, and this is a fact. And then you have the tomcat, which is uh, a male, I believe, in heat. <laughs> what is a male cat not in heat? Or, yeah, yeah, or, a male cat. Or when a female... A king? When the male's attracted to the female in heat, it's called the tomcat. I can't believe we're talking Wikipedia. about cats. With <laughs> so much time about cats. But I do thank our producer, Greg Campagne, for educating us about the pussy cat. I just looked it up, really. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> True or false, Google. dogs have twice as many muscles in their ears as humans. You boys cannot answer. This is for the listener. True or false, take a guess. You'll win a bag of Black Rifle coffee. Don't be scared. I don't bite. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. Here it is again. Dogs have twice as many muscles in their ears as humans. True or false, some are going, who cares? But, I mean, this is a talk show. We got to talk. We got to talk about dogs, and you'll always learn something new on the Dog Talk Radio Show. So again, true or false? Dogs have twice as many muscles in their ears as humans. Is that false, or is that true? Who wants to win the Black Rifle Coffee? Call now nine zero five six eight eight two five eight two. Mister Ray Booten, uh, I want to talk about the invisible fence. Tell our listeners a little bit about how it works. I mean, the wire that you bury on the property. Well, start with that if you can. Okay, we'll start with the wired systems, right? Yes. Where we 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 bury wire in the ground. That's about, yes. about four inches deep. Okay, right? so not, four not inches deep. deep in the ground. Yeah. And then and then what we do is we hook it up to a transmitter, right? And then this transmitter emits a signal, right? And it talks to a receiver uh, on a collar that the dog will wear, right? So what right. happens is that um, once the the dog gets up to where we bury the wire, right, he gets an audible alarm, and uh, and at this point here. Uh, we normally uh, converse with the owners and we make a decision. Do we want to correct him as soon as he hears the audible? Or do we want to put a slight delay on it to give him the chance to get back, right? Right, uh, like a warning. That's right, that's right. So, and uh, you know, people, they, they know their dogs better than I do, right? Uh, and they ask me a lot of times, you know, in the beginning, you want to get the dog's attention, right? You want to make sure he understands. You know what? We could, you know, you know a lot of the times we'll, we'll, we'll correct him as soon as he hears it. And then I'll go back a couple months later then when the dog is comfortable with the fence. 
then I put the delay on. I didn't give him a chance, right? Yeah. Because now he understands. Yeah. Right? So, like Friday night, I put a fence in on Friday, and the owner called me on Saturday and said, uh, I think he got it after two. two um, he caught on after a couple of corrections? Yeah, because, Fast you know, and, and, and the thing is, is the reason, the, the way we knew is because one of the reasons they put the fence in is because the neighbor's cat was coming over. Right. So, and these cats, they know. Just like my neighbor's cat, they know. I don't know how they know, but he, the cat sat right on the other side of the line, right? The dog went, tried to go over a couple times, right? And, you know, and we, you know, we taught him, you know, like, that's not what you want to do. And that cat sat there and they had a stare down between the two of them. <laughs> so, so, you know, and it, and it works great. So you, know, you like, install the system. First, yeah. you come, you give a quote. You install yeah. the system. You spend time conditioning the animal, teaching the owners. Yeah. And, of course, there's homework for the people to some That's degree. Right. What we normally do, Dave, is is we'll come in, right, and, um, you know, a couple of days before we put the fence in, we will introduce the fence to the dogs with these indoor units that, you know, I was talking to you about the cat. Yes. Right? Um, and uh, we do that without any corrections because, you know, it's not that time we, we want, you know, uh, a humane way to introduce this to the, to the dogs. So you're coming so, in with positive. That's right. And you know what? We're teaching them the beeping. We're teaching them the flags, right? So that when they when they go outside, will they get corrected? They probably get it once or twice, right? But what's going to happen is they will. It, everything will kick in what they they've been taught the last couple of days, right? And then and then it, it works really, really, really good. And what I've been doing is I've been including this indoor unit with all these installs lately. So these people are getting idea. that as a bonus. I love it. Love right? it. So, love it. Hey, listen, a lot of my clients have been to you to get the invisible fence installed on their property, and they have nothing but great things to say, for sure. So we're going to slide over to Norm in the Garden City of St. Catharines. We're in the midst of a contest. Good evening, Norm. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Hi, how are you this evening? Good, Norm. Thank you for calling. Are you trying to win the Black Rifle Coffee? Well, sure, why not? Well, hey, why not? Because the coffee's good, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So here we go. True or false, dogs have twice as many muscles in their ears as humans. True or false? i got to say true. It's true. Put your hands together for Norm. Thanks, Norm, for calling in, and please stay on the line because our producer's going to explain how you're going to pick up your black rifle coffee right here at the radio station. Thanks for listening, Norm. Congratulations once again. Take it easy. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back with more dog trivia. We'll come back with uh, Lorenzo Lucetta. Uh, Lorenzo was kind enough to uh, provide one of our prizes this evening, dinner, or not dinner, but breakfast for two at the Lorenzo's uh, Diner on Glendale in St. Catharines here. And uh, both Lorenzo and Mr. Ray Booten, they'll be here right till 8 p.m. So we'll come back with more dog talk right after this. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTV. Boom blue on the street. Loose and complete. Welcome back. Keep going, Lorenzo. You sound great. Keep singing. I can't. 
You can. You've got a deep voice. Keep going. Get your lips up there. Close <laughs> He's putting me on to singing. Gordon. Did you know Lorenzo and Ray and Greg and all the listeners? Did you know that yesterday was National Popcorn Day? National Popcorn Day. National Popcorn Day. Yesterday was National Popcorn Day. There is such a thing. How did you celebrate? I celebrated by going to the movies and, uh, and watching Bad Boys with Will Smith. It was a great action flick. Cool. And I enjoyed popcorn. Yeah. And so here we go. What does popcorn have to do with this show? It has everything to do with this show. Because our next contest, you'll have a chance to win three humongous bags of popcorn. Compliments of Shriners Creek Kettle Popcorn Harold. Highway 20 Fawn Hill. Harold does the best kettle corn. You know Harold, yes. Absolutely. Shriners Creek Kettle Popcorn Highway 20. Oh, yeah. All because yesterday was National Popcorn Day. Am I the only lover of popcorn? You love popcorn, oh, Mr. Oh, Boone. Oh, I think my wife says it's the only reason why I go to the movies. True or Just... false, mastiffs can grow to be over 200 pounds. Mastiffs. You know the dog, the Mastiff, can grow to be over 200 pounds. True or false? 905-688. Yeah. Well, that's more dog to Bordeaux. Okay. Which is a mastiff. Which yes. is a mastiff. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a mastiff. Dog de Bordeaux. Dog de Bordeaux. So Great mastiffs dogs. can grow yeah. to be over two hundred pounds, true or false, nine oh five, six eight eight, two five eight two. I repeat, six eight eight two five eight two. Call now. Mastiffs can grow to be over 200 pounds. Is it true or false? If you get the right answer, not only do you win three humongous bags of Shriners Creek Kettle Popcorn compliments mm. of those guys, but you'll win a medium-sized dog seatbelt. That's right, a medium-sized dog seatbelt compliments of Invisible Fence of Niagara. It's important to keep your dog safe when you're traveling in the car, truck, aircraft, whatever, right? So you get the dog seatbelt, medium size, and the three big bags of popcorn, if you can answer. Is it true or false? Mastiffs can grow to be over 200 pounds. Let's go to Barry in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Good evening, Barry. Welcome to Dog Talk. Thank you very much, Dave. Well, Barry, what is it, true or false? Well, the last one was true, so I'm going to say the opposite, false. Well, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that's not the right answer. But thank you for your try, Barry. Keep listening. We really appreciate your call. So, Mastiffs can grow to be over 200 pounds? Is this true or false? I repeat, Mastiffs can grow to be over 200 pounds. True or false? Call now, 905-688-2582. If you get it right, of course, you will win the Shriners Kettle Popcorn. Hmm, I wonder if it's true or false. Hmm, have you been listening? <laughs> and you'll get the medium-sized dog seat belt. Let's go to Don. Every Monday. Don, how are you, Don? Good. Good, Don. Welcome to Dog Talk. What's your guess? Uh, it's true. It's true? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's true. Congratulations, Don. You won a medium dog seat belt, compliments of Invisible Fence. Plus, you get the three big freaking bags of kettle popcorn from Shriners Creek Kettle Popcorn. Thank you for participating. Stay on the line. Greg Campagna is going to explain how you're going to get your prize. Okay, fabulous. Thank you much. Thank you, Don. 
All right. Mr. Ray Booten, you want to boast about something. It's not only invisible fence and property boundary control systems for cats and dogs. You want to boast about something that uh, uh, Invisible Fence has recently accomplished. Well, Invisible Fence has been involved in this program. It's called Project Breathe, right? Uh, What we have been doing right across North America is we've been donating uh, free of charge uh, oxygen masks to uh, fire departments across North America because what used to happen is if if they um, got a call for a fire, they used to use the human ones, right? And they could never get them to fit properly, so um, they they have these masks and up to date we've uh, donated over uh, almost 31,000 masks and we have 228 recorded saves. That's recorded, so we don't even know. That probably is a lot higher because, uh, because um, you know, if it, if it gets recorded, then great, but a lot of them don't get recorded. So um, I fitted with the uh, the Welland Fire Department last year on every truck. I put one of these kits in there. Like Fantastic. Four different oh, sizes amazing. in the kits because depending on oh. whether you've got a cat, whether you've got a big dog or something like that, and, and we've been doing it free of charge. So, Free of charge, invisible fence. Program. Is that great, uh, yeah. Lorenzo? It's a great program. Invisible fence supplying free oxygen masks to save the lives of our pets and supplying them throughout the province and beyond uh, through Invisible Fence of Niagara, supplying them directly to fire departments. Yeah. Yeah. What other fire departments in Niagara have those uh, kits? Well, they, every fire department has them, right? They do. Now, now Welland has had them for a while, and they wanted a, a whole set of new ones, right? So so I got them 10 sets, right? So every truck in Welland has, has a, a new one. Yes. Like, and, uh, and I'm hoping you know to pretty soon do all the others, like Niagara Falls, St. Catharines. Keep Wayne going, Fleet. man. You're doing so, a great job. Yeah, Good indeed. to see you again. So, Keep yeah. up the great Thanks, work dude. saving uh, animals' lives with mm-hmm. the oxygen mask and keeping pets safe on the property. How can our listeners reach you? They can reach us at uh, uh, 905-646-9944 or you can go to www.invisiblefence.com put your postal code in there and then that'll get directly directly to me. So. Thanks, Ray. Good having you on the show All again. Right, thanks, Dave. Lorenzo from Lorenzo's Diner, Glendale Avenue, St. Catharines. Thanks for being on the program. Thank you for having us. Thank you for... Uh being here doing this great show uh please reach us at uh, www.gogofoods.ca look for the two big orange food trucks la cucina a go-go and canadiana a go-go on a street near you anytime anywhere and we'll see you at the diner come for breakfast thank you thanks to our producer greg can